This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Okay, you guys, I'm really excited on this mom chat. Midweek mom chat. I have a special guest with me, Paula Power. And we're filming this, recording this live from my house. It's 1030 at night. And it's not what you think. We're not having a rage, a rager like wine mom night. We're having um, a, this is, we're talking about sleep, sleeping, getting your baby to sleep. And Paula is what we call a night nurse. And that's the kind of ragers that I'm having these days is learning how to get my baby to sleep. And Paula, you do all that. You help, you help, actually you train the moms, I feel like, is what has happened. You have trained me on how to, it's not get your baby on a schedule. Is it get your baby on a schedule? Yes, Technically, it what is, is it? Because some of you have a lot of feelings about baby newborns and schedules and all that so tell me exactly what your job description is we train both of you to be quite (laughs) honest yes we train we help the babies learn how to sleep i try not to use the word train um but we just put your mic right there we help we help the babies learn how to sleep we coach them to sleep and we help moms learn how to help them to sleep and we also help you get sleep so that you can be a better mom so how do you coach a baby to sleep? Just by consistent behaviors. Consistently putting them down at certain times, swaddling them, things that they like and that help them to learn to sleep. Okay, so like for me, I'm a new mom and I had never babysat. I never had been around young children. I didn't know anything about like what a schedule even was. I didn't even know that you needed to have playtime with your kid. Like I didn't even know what playtime was, which is putting them on a play mat or something and letting them like shake it out and move their body because they got to get their exercise. I didn't realize that. So you came over to my house when Sunny was about one week old. Yes. So you start when they're fresh out the oven. Yes. And I had no idea what you were going to do when you got here. I just knew that I needed you to come coach me because I literally was like, I need, I need someone to teach me how to be a mom. And so when you got here, we had Sunny, like, you had her, like, sleeping in her crib for a nap. Like, you were teaching mm-hmm. her how to be independent 
at a young age. So right. what do you do with a newborn? So say you have a fresh newborn like you did, Sunny. What is like, what is the plan? What's the system? What do you do? What are the first steps that you do? Okay, when they're a newborn, you really don't do a lot except for the consistency part. Um, you definitely do like the eat, play, sleep. You teach them that they do like to be swaddled, even though most parents think they don't like to be swaddled. Why do most parents think they don't like to be swaddled? Because they fight it. Because did Sunny fight it? I can't even remember. She did fight it. She definitely. Did? You guys didn't want to be water swaddled, but yes, we, we did, did it. it. Uh huh. See, I, that that is such a blur to me. I don't even yep. remember those first few weeks. It, so uh, she didn't want to be swaddled. In the I beginning? tell everybody if they don't want to be swaddled, you're never going to sleep again. Why is that? They, their reflexes wake them up. Their like, their startle reflex wakes them, um, and just they need that comfort of being swaddled being tight I mean they spent nine months in your belly being squished yeah so they're happy to be swaddled that actually brings them comfort and like relaxation you can actually watch them physically react relax once you put them in a swaddle because they could just like give into it and they yes. don't have to worry about their arms going everywhere and like moving around yes okay so I don't even remember Sunny not wanting to be swaddled because she's always been swaddled so y'all got her to be swaddled. Yes. You guys were holding her a lot, remember? <laughs> oh, nonstop. And like with no clothes on except her diaper. Oh, she like, just lived in her diaper. Yeah. Y'all were doing a lot of skin to skin, which is wonderful. Um, but, you know, at some point they have to get back into the groove of getting in a swaddle and learning how to sleep, not just on your body. How long should you do skin to skin? Like, I think it's great to do it for about a week. Yeah. And then you need to kind of, because you got to enjoy them. I mean, you yeah. don't want to, you know, you don't want to start a schedule too soon and be too strict. Yeah. I mean, you love them. You're cuddling, you're bonding, they're learning you, you're learning them. Uh, so it's important to do all that as well. But then the consistency begins. And if you do it, you have an amazing baby. Okay. So with a newborn, what is a typical schedule look like? What are the hours? What is the time frame that you're um, eating, playing, sleeping, like how, how, do, how, what, is, what does that look like in the beginning? Well, in the very beginning, their playtime is going to be a little lessened. They kind of follow 90 minute sleep cycles and a newborn typically can't make it the full 90, but you still play with them, let them play on their play mat for about 60 to 70 minutes in the first couple weeks. And do you always feed first? Feed first. Feed first, then play. Then let them play, and then swaddle them up and put them to bed, even if they don't act tired sometimes. Or a lot of times, if you really watch them, you can see them start yawning at mm -hmm. about 70 minutes. That's how Sunny is now. She's clockwork. Like I'll, mm -hmm. she'll, and, and another thing is you wake them up if they are not awake, yes. which is some new moms don't want to wake up their babies. They're like, oh, I'm just going to let them sleep because they need to sleep. And I know right. a lot of people have a lot of opinions about this, but tell me why you feel, because like Sunny now, she is clockwork. She will start yawning at exactly like an hour and 15 mm -hmm. after she's been up because she's ready to go down for her nap. Mm -hmm. what, well, tell me your thoughts on why you think you should wake or you believe that it's good to wake your baby and get them on the schedule as opposed to just letting them sleep and wake themselves up. Yeah, this is a real controversy because I know it is. The old adage is you never wake a sleeping baby. Yes. But can, the research has shown that if you kind of follow that sleep cycle of the 90 minutes, that the eating, the playing, the sleeping, they will just follow along with it. And that's, it just works. And then that's how you get a baby to sleep at night because now they're not sleeping their whole day away. 
and then super alert and wide-eyed at night because is that what happens if you don't get them on the schedule yes you have that baby that stays up all night long and sleeps all day and so this is retraining them yes yeah or just teaching them right I know, because I feel like there is controversy on this. Like, and I use all the wrong words because I, of course, don't know what I'm talking about. But like, what is the controversy? And how do you deal with that as this being your business? There's controversy in everything, but a lot of people have issues with the sleep training. And they're like, you that don't, word. You don't train a baby. Right. It's like it's not an animal that you train. Right. So a lot of people have issues with that. And it, it you know, they like sleep coaching better. But you know, it's all the same thing. How do you honestly. deal with that? Like, how do you deal with it when people are like, "I don't believe in training," or when someone comes at you or like thinks that this isn't good for their newborn? Because how do you deal with that? Because I feel like so many people have so many. Michael wants to write a song that everybody's an expert about a baby. Because like, once you have a baby, everybody <laughs> that's true is telling you everything, and everyone knows exactly how it has to be done. And if you don't do it this way, you're doing it wrong. So that's true. Um, (laughs) And the hard thing about that is, is that maybe they were an expert for their baby, but every baby's different Mm -hmm. Um, and they don't all react quite the same way. But if, if you're consistent with a baby, they will react the same way is what I have found over my eight years of doing this. Um, They, they will respond appropriately and start sleeping through the night for you. Um, It's, it's just really hard to explain how it works, but it it just works. And it clicks. Like I, we can see it clicking. Like Sunny, literally mm-hmm. on her two month birthday, slept from seven thirty till seven in the morning. Yes, like she was a rock star. She cl- it just clicked in because you think it's never going to happen because they in the beginning they she had like a three a.m. Did she have another one before three a.m. Like. I, everything's a blur to me now because like she would we'd feed her at nine I think it was at nine that last one they started she started out feeding about twice a night and yes. then slowly got down we to one transitioned that to one and it was just 3 a.m wake up so about a, about a two to three wake yeah, up yeah and then you, the next push is to about a 4 a.m wake up and then it's get rid of it okay so how do you push a baby to get rid of that min, that middle of the night feeding in a loving way Again, that one's controversial, too, because some people don't think you should let your baby cry at all. But crying is their way of releasing energy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of their only way to release energy. They can't get out and take a run. They you know, can only lay on that mat and kick those legs, kick those arms, and release that energy. And crying is part of that. So if you let them do, I call it a modified cry. It's like you let them cry for just a very short time. Then you go back in and you put your hand on their chest or, you know, give them their passy, but let them know that you're still there and that you haven't abandoned them. That's a lot of people's issues with cry it out is that, oh my gosh, you're abandoning your baby and they're going to think you're not there. And it's so that's, that's why I don't believe in the full, like some cry it outs are like, go, you know, 15 minutes. Yeah. So I can't do that, but um, I say a good four to five minutes, and then as they get a little bit older, you can start increasing that a little bit. Um, and it's it's been foolproof so far. Well, and that was the game changer with Sunny, is because I have a very hard time with letting her cry. All mamas do. <laughs> so I would, she would start crying, and I would just want to run in there and hold her, and then sometimes mm-hmm. I'd end up holding her a whole, whole nap, and then... She would go to sleep and we'd snuggle. But then all of a sudden uh-huh. you have a baby that won't nap anywhere but on you. And like that's so sweet in the beginning. But at some point you have to figure out how to 
have time again for yourself. Right. And so I think everyone gets to that. Every mom gets to that point where like, okay, I love snuggling my baby. I want to snuggle my baby, but also I got to be able to like take a shower, like do some work, do something mm-hmm. outside of holding my child, which is amazing. And so I finally started listening to you <laughs> and we let Sunny cry. So like she started crying she and I knew she could make it because we knew that she wasn't taking a bottle because we had offered her the bottle at, at the, when she cried at like eleven forty five or twelve forty five. We'd yeah. offered her the bottle and she didn't take it. Right. She started refusing them. She refused the bottle, yeah. so she wasn't hungry. Right. And then she ended up sleeping until like seven after that one wake up without taking a bottle. So we're like, okay, she can make. She's not she hungry. Mm-hmm. So we knew she wasn't hungry. And so after that, I was like, okay. I'm going to do the method. She started crying and I told Michael, I was like, you have to be the one to go in there and we'll let her cry for five minutes. And then he went in there for 45 seconds and put his hand on her chest and then he left and she was still crying. And I was like, this isn't going to work. This is not going to work. She's still crying. Like I'm so emotional about it. Not really, but I was, it was hard to hear. And then within like 30 minutes after doing it, she would take breaks. She cried for five minutes, did 45 seconds hand. She still cried, mm-hmm. let her do five minutes, did, went back in, put the hand on her chest for 45 seconds, and then I think she did it again. I think she did it three times, and then she stopped crying. Mm-hmm. And then she went like 10 minutes without crying, and then she picked it back up again, and we went in like one more time. And then she fell asleep and slept through the whole night. Right. And then she did that for like three or four nights after that. Right. It usually takes about three nights of doing that. And they will then just be like, okay, it's not worth it anymore. You're not going to pick me up. You're not going to feed me because I don't really need to be fed. Um, And they just learn. It's like it's that they're learning to sleep. And you don't think it's possible when they're in the middle of that bloody murder screaming cry because the cry is so intense, but it turns off on a dime. And that's what I didn't realize could happen. I thought it would she would never stop crying, but she did. Mm-hmm. And that I had to learn that, that, I, that she was fine. And that's what you said. Like, she's got a clean diaper. She's been fed. She's, like, swaddled up and taken care of in a safe bed. Right. You know, it's like all of her needs have been met. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, it's a different story when you talk about some babies that cry and, and they're in unsafe situations. But these are very controlled situations. They've been diapered. They've been fed. They've, you know, had every need met. You're just helping them learn how to sleep. How, speaking of like safe situations, how do you deal with this very large concept and fear of SIDS? Because that is something I know all moms are scared of. And there's so many things that can cause SIDS. There's so many ways to try to prevent SIDS. Like what, how do you navigate that? Well, the biggest thing is nothing in the crib. Yeah. And that's really hard because, you know, we want the baby's room to be so pretty and the crib to be so pretty and these bumper pads go in there and these decorative pillows and you just have to get all that out of there. They need the room to breathe so that they're not being, um, you know, pushed up against anything in the crib that could potentially suffocate them. The environmental factors is often more of a, not often, it is more of a risk than than true SIDS is. I mean, the environmental factors that happen um, causing, you know, the unforsaken are more often the real case than than actual SIDS. Um, but that's really, most people don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I attended an in-service and listened to a, a speaker talk about that, and it totally enlightened me. And it's like, get all this stuff out of the crib. No lovies, no 
um, small blankets, no bumper pads, nothing. And there's a lot of unsafe sleep things out there as well. Sleep aids out there that, I mean, I really have problems with. Mm-hmm. Um, like just things to put your baby in. Right. To sleep in. Right. So do you kind of think like a crib or bassinet is the safest place for your baby? Yes. Yeah. A regular bassinet. Yeah. Like what, what, what's a regular, not one that's like. Not that we have those, the, they have um, Daca Tots out there now. That and those have those puffy sides. They have the puffy sides that, you know, they claim to be breathable. And, you know, maybe they are, but that's not a risk I want to take. Yeah. Um, and and they're, as long as you're watching your baby in one of those, it's, you know, it's fine. But, you know, those things are making their way into cribs and, mm-hmm. you know. Co-sleeping like, like in the bed. Co-sleeping in the bed. And you know, all those things are just dangerous. They just need to be in their crib. I know, and I, I understand why people would want to co-sleep because, like, you want to be close to your baby. Like, you can just roll over and breastfeed them. And, but I guess they're in a, you know, the, I'm sure most of the time it's totally fine. But then there is that chance, like, what if you do just fall so hard asleep mm-hmm. or your baby rolls over and you don't even know it because you're asleep? Like, I feel like it's just, I don't know. Right, it, and moms, you know, moms come home from the hospital, they're on pain medicines. and. Yeah. You know, things that are going to make them sleepier. Nursing in general makes a mom sleepy. It's Mm -hmm. like the, you know, reactions in your body with nursing that causes mom to get sleepy. So right there is a risk of falling asleep on your baby, with your baby. You've got your comforter in your bed. I Mm -hmm. mean, pillows. Pillows. Everything. Just so many things. Nice fluffy beds that just kind of just squish into that Mm -hmm. are great for sleeping, but yeah, not for breathing. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. So I heard too though that SIDS can happen from like a baby like falling into too deep of a sleep or something. Is that possible? No. 
Well, SIDS, yeah, I'm not an expert on SIDS. We'll, we'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, but they do say or they feel that there is some other physiological thing going on with SIDS. Um, that's more of a, a good question for a, a doctor. For a doctor. I know it's just so terrifying like being a new mom and like having a, a newborn it's so scary you know all the things to be afraid of so what are your tips for new moms like navigating motherhood consistency okay like what does that mean to start out with um kind of fo- finding a good book that you can relate to and that you can live with okay who, um, what do you recommend there is there's a lot of them there's baby wise there's Happiest Baby on the Block, there's Moms on Call. Um, there, there are a lot of them out there, but a lot of them just have different, um, like some of them will stress cry it out a lot and some say don't do that. So you have to find what you're comfortable with and follow it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the Moms on Call mm-hmm. a lot. Um, that was a schedule, their schedule is a schedule that I probably had followed for the last eight years in, mm-hmm. in doing that. So I know it works. Um, so that one's an easy one for me to refer moms to. Other people absolutely believe in the, you know, baby wise and happiest baby on the block. And there's a ton of them out there, but you just have to find the one that you really feel that can work for you. But the biggest thing is the consistency doing the same thing over and over, mm-hmm. which, you know, would, would bore an adult to death, but you know, a baby doesn't have, you know, that many stimulus in their life. So they're happy with just eating and playing and sleeping and growing. I remember right when Sunny was born and coming home from the hospital and getting her in a consistent rhythm, it felt like Groundhog's Day. Like I remember thinking like, cause like all, it's like a three hour cycle and every, yes. you don't know where you are. It's like, what day is it? I have no idea because you're just on this three-hour like rhythm, and it never changes. And then, I mean, eventually it starts to change. But that first month, I was like, I think I'm. I didn't change clothes basically ever. I never washed my hair. Brush your teeth. Barely brush my teeth. You're so exhausted, and it's literally just this re- repetitive cycle. I find the thing that helps the most with that is actually writing it in a logbook. I mean, there are all kinds of apps out there that keep up with that for you, but it's sometimes, for me anyway, seeing it on paper versus looking at it in an app is a makes a world of difference. Like if you can see, okay, she really fed at seven, and even though it feels like that was eight hours ago, it's really only now 10, so we need to eat again. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't see that, for me, it's really hard to, you know, follow that follow that schedule. And then with with me when I come in if you have a baby that's not sleeping well if I can see your schedule and I can see what your baby's been doing I can look at it pretty quickly and be like okay this is kind of where it looks like you could be you know messing up a little bit let's tweak this and things might get better and often it does mm-hmm. so what do you do at night so uh, for a new mom who hires you to like get some sleep what is your role at night but basically in the beginning the first couple weeks it's truly the biggest goal is letting mom sleep yeah so that she can be a good mom during the day and not be sleep deprived completely Um, after about two to three weeks then we kind of start focusing more on baby of course we're already swaddling her but or her or him Um, but after a couple weeks then we start working on you know 
the time frames. You know, are we sleeping only two and a half hours and trying to wake up? So we just slowly start stretching that. Maybe it's just in the, not crying in the beginning, but just offering a passy um, before we offer them that um, breast again or formula again. Mm-hmm. So we start working on stretching that time um, in a in a comforting way before like the whole crying thing starts. Yeah. And then it just like happens. Like you're just in a rhythm. It's it does. just the weirdest thing. Cause now like we're just in a rhythm with Sunny. Yeah. When we start with a baby from birth, we can typically have that baby sleeping by about two and a half, maybe three months. If we come in at four weeks, it usually takes a little bit longer. And it all has to do with the fact that there's been consistency the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you waited like four weeks and the baby's used to just being snuggled all the time or like kind of being on its own sleep schedule, it's definitely, you got to kind of like retrain, not train, that's the wrong right. word. You got to recreate <laughs> habits. Right. They, they definitely get into some bad sleep habits really quickly. Um, motion is another one that, you know, I completely, as soon as somebody asked me about a, um, like a snoo bassinet or a rock and play or a swing that's moving or the bassinets that move or rock or shake or vibrate. I mean, my answer is always the same. Does your crib move? Mm-hmm. Is that where they're going to sleep for the next, hopefully two years of their life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's not going to move. So you, you don't want to rely on a crutch like that to help them to sleep. Cause then you have to break that habit. Then you have to break that habit. So you're all about not breaking, like not having to break habits. So let's right. just start off on a good habit. Right. So then you don't have to break a habit. Right. Start good sleep habits from the beginning and you don't have to um, struggle through breaking those things. Something that's been hard for me is leaving the house with Sunny. Like I don't know how to leave the house very well because then I feel like she gets off of like her sleeping schedule. And then like, what do you do? How do you leave the house? Then what do you do when your baby gets off the schedule to get back on? Like, is your, is it ruined? Are you screwed for that day? Like, like how does it, how do you leave your house? Yeah, (laughs) it is hard. Um, especially in the beginning when you're trying really to stay on a schedule. Um, but life is life you have to get out you have to go do things so i say just try when you're out to you know try to still feed them on time which typically you can do sometimes their naps get a little messed up but you know if you if you wear them and you're in the pouches the carriers and they get to sleep their time and then you get back home and they've ate and roughly slept and then you just come home and you start over again mm-hmm. you just try to get them back on that schedule that you have created as quickly as you can when you get home they might be off 15 or 20 minutes but typically they can they can adjust to that what happens if they miss like a nap like what if one of their naps is just crud like what happens if you kind of like go for a walk and you try to wear them and they just don't sleep or they're just crying like is are you is your day ruined is it over it's not ruined but typically at that point they then get overtired and they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, they they kind of do basically lose it. Um, And that's when, you know, sometimes it might take that extra little snuggle time to get them calmed down again. But again, you just you start over, you know, if it's time for a nap, you swaddle them up, maybe give them a little bit extra love before you put them in the crib and say, I love you. Good night. Um, But it's it's not ruined. I mean, life, you have to go on. Mm -hmm. You have to go out. Yeah. I mean, you can't change your whole life to you know fit around the schedule 
But just when you get back home, you just try to get back on. So I mean, get on as fast as you can. Yes. I mean, if it's, you know, you maybe you push up that nap 10 minutes or you push out that nap 10 minutes, feed them 10 minutes earlier. You know, as long as you're not going by hours, then you're usually okay. Mm-hmm. There's just so much to learn. There is. How did you even get into this? Oh, uh, well, I didn't even know how to do it with my babies. We'll put it that way. <laughs> my babies weren't great. They weren't great sleepers. I didn't know everything to do, but um, I'm a nurse. I don't know if we said that. Oh in the yeah, beginning. and that's another thing that's so comforting is you're a nurse, and all the women who work for you are also nurses. Yes, and that is so awesome to have a nurse taking care of your newborn when you're sleeping and trying to figure all this out as a new mom. Yes, um, we're all nurses, and for me, I got into it because I I got into nursing because I just loved babies. That I knew as probably a 14, 15 year old that. I wanted to be a nurse and I wanted to be a baby nurse and I kind of took a long way around it did adults for a while and did a lot of other things but I felt like that helped me grow a lot and and learn a lot of things and see a lot of things and then I after my children then I got back into baby nursing and then this overnight thing just sort of fell into my lap and I absolutely loved it because in the hospitals we don't always have time to teach and educate our moms like they need especially mm -hmm. like you're saying you're a new mom you don't know what to expect um, and we don't often have time to do that in the hospital so I felt you know the first time I ever did a night job it was like oh my gosh I got to sit down and tell that mom things that I knew and then I've just continued to grow on all those things I've read books about sleeping and you know feeding and all the milk allergies and all the reflux and all the different things that can happen with babies that, you know, a new mom can struggle with for weeks. And you already just know it. And now, yeah, we know it. And we, now you've been doing this for eight years, so you've seen it, you've lived it. Yep. And that's another thing that I appreciate is, I, I, I probably annoy you, but like you let me text you questions <laughs> about things. Like if I'm struggling with things or if like Sunny's not, if she's crying and I can't figure out why, like lately she's been waking up after one hour of her nap. like which is, I don't know why. I feel like it's like she did, never did that. And it's like, okay, like you can help me work through that and just help me get her back on track. Mm -hmm. And I think that if I was just on my own floating in this universe as a new mom, I would be very confused and I wouldn't know what to do. I love it when the moms text me. I mean, this job is truly my passion. Um, so I don't ever mind a text. I get texts pretty much 24 hours a day. Um, <laughs> And it doesn't overwhelm you? They don't. They don't overwhelm me. I love it because if you go for days, say we're down to only coming to your house, you know, twice and twice a week. If you go for days doing kind of the wrong thing without texting me, then we have like five days of fixing to do afterwards. Mm. Where if you just go ahead and text me and I answer it right away, we fix the problem and you're moving on and it's smooth sailing. Because it's teamwork, really. Because you, you have to come undo the bad habits that we've accidentally done if we don't know we're doing them. Yes. Okay, so that actually does make sense. You'd rather us just go ahead and ask you the questions, mm -hmm. get on, stay on a good system and track, than just kind of throw it all away. Yes, definitely. Because that's just like two steps backwards. Right. One and, step forward. And you know, it might feel like you're asking a thousand questions, but... I've had most of those questions before and they come, the answers come out so easily and mm -hmm. it's just so easy to quickly, you know, even if you're not 
texting the exact question and, and every answer that you're looking for or every question you're looking for, sometimes I can read between the lines of your text and be like, okay, I really think she might even be kind of having this other problem too. So we're just going to answer all of it at once. And it just helps to get things continue or to keep things rolling instead of going backwards. I love that. Okay. So to, to wrap this up, tell me the bullet points it's Nashville Boss Baby. Nashville Baby Boss. I was doing it wrong. It's Nashville Baby <laughs> Boss. So you're on Instagram, Nashville Baby Boss. Yes. You're Paula Power. Yes. Tell me the bullet points of Nashville Baby Boss. Like for someone who has, who's listened to this podcast, has never heard of a night nurse before, and now they've listened to this, and I've probably utterly confused everyone because I don't know what I'm talking about, but Paula, is so, you're so good and so smart. Um, just sum it up what your job and role is if someone hires you? All right, probably the number one thing is that we are gonna help moms and dads get sleep so they can be better parents during the day because they're not sleep deprived. That's our number one thing from the beginning. And then we start on getting your baby, learning their sleep habits and coaching them with their sleep habits so that you know, at about two and a half, three months, they're sleeping through the night so that then again, you are a nice functioning family <laughs> with a baby that sleeps well instead of one that cries an hour for every bedtime. Um, we help with lactation support. Um, we've all been nurses forever. We, most of us are moms and, you know, we may or may not have breastfed our own babies. So we can often answer your breastfeeding questions. You help me a lot with breastfeeding. Yeah. We can help with your postpartum support. You know, if you had a C-section, if you had a vaginal delivery, um, issues that you might be having, you know, with your own healing and, um, you know, getting, getting through those kind of things, we can answer those questions. Um, we... You know, we help you know, during the night as we're, you know, using supplies. If you're pumping, we get those washed for you. Your bottles are all washed. We can help, you know, if you're formula feeding, we can, you know, help with issues with that because all babies don't like certain formulas. We can help you get your bottles ready. Um, also, you helped figure out how much your baby should eat at different times of its life like right you always told me when it was time to increase Sunny's amount that she's eating and you something that you really helped me with was because I was breastfeeding and she'd only eat for like 10 minutes and then she'd be done and I didn't realize I didn't realize that there's like different parts of your breast milk like there's like you said there's like skim milk <laughs> and then there's like whole milk and they've got to get to that whole milk so they got to nurse on one breast for a while before they get to that creamy milk so for me because Sunny quit will quit eating after like 10 minutes of nursing I started supplementing formula of breast milk just because not formula I started supplementing breast milk in bottles just to make sure she was getting enough because I was worried that she wasn't getting enough strictly from my boob right that's probably the number one concern of most all breastfeeding moms is is my baby getting enough and there is no way to know except for wets and dirty diapers mm -hmm. and and them kind of following a schedule to mm -hmm. be quite honest it's like if they're hungry they're not gonna sleep even if you know the schedule says it's time to sleep if they're still hungry they're not gonna do it um and the whole thing with the milk um it's really called four milk and hind milk oh, yeah <laughs> uh, but my analogy which helps 
every mom understand it is that it's the skim milk comes out first, then the 2% and then the whole milk. And the whole milk has all the good stuff in it that satisfies them for longer and helps them to sleep then afterwards and sleep for longer periods of time without wanting to kind of um, nurse all day, snack all day. They get a nice full belly, they play, and then they can sleep. And you can see that when you pump. Like when I pump, the first milk that comes out is so watery and cleary. Like it's like very, very, very clear. Yes. And then it starts getting a little creamer. And then by the end, it is like thick, thick, creamy milk. And that's another reason why I like pumping and doing bottles too is because you have that, you have all the milk in one bottle. Like you have the, the fore milk and the hind milk. So I know she's getting to that creamy milk when I do the bottle. So for me, it just gives me a little peace of mind. Like I'll breastfeed her because I want to have that bond and that connection with her. But then I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you, after I breastfeed you, I'm going to top you off with three ounces to make sure that you can have whatever you want and you have a full belly. And for me, that gives me peace of mind. Yes. A lot of moms are like that. A lot of moms like to know definitely that they are getting X amount of, you know, express breast milk so that they just have that comfort level. And if that's what you need, then I'd say 100% do it. Yes, it might take you a little more time. But and pumping sucks. It does. Um, <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people, a lot of babies won't just, they won't breastfeed great at the mm-hmm. breast. And, you know, pumping and giving them express breast milk in a bottle, yeah, that's that's the way to do it if, if they're not going to nurse. Yeah. I know. It's just so many things. See, this is why I love having you in my life because you can just ask all these questions and I could talk to you forever. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up because now it's like 11 o'clock and I'm going to go to sleep and you're <laughs> going to save my life and care for Sunny. So hopefully she won't wake up. Hopefully she's going to keep sleeping through the night because we're on a good roll. We I are. did hold her for two naps yesterday. She mm-hmm. cried and I just held her. So that was a little bit of a setback, <laughs> but yeah. nothing we can't work through. <laughs> uh, so hopefully she's going to keep her momentum of sleeping through the night we'll get her back if she doesn't but i really appreciate you coming on here and talking about this because i know all moms are have all these questions and i love being able to me personally reach out to you and have you as this like i don't know if you use the word expert to me you're an expert on all things baby and so i can text you and just like okay i don't have to just wander around in my mind and try to like come up with the answer because i don't even know where to start Right. So it is so amazing to have you as an advocate. That's another thing. You're a great advocate. That's that's what I love. It truly is my passion. I mean, I I spend hours reading books and just continuing to try to learn and keeping up with new things that come out and, you know, new ways of doing things and, you know, new ways of making them sleep longer and, and learning all the new formulas and all the breast milk allergies or the dairy allergies and learning how to deal with all those things. It's, it's, it's a challenge and it's hard to keep up with everything, but I love it and I'll keep doing it. So everyone go check out Nashville Baby Boss. Nashville Baby Boss. Paula Power. You're the best. Oh, and also you spend the night at the houses. I don't know if I oh, told absolutely. that. Absolutely. That's what the night nurse says. Like you spend the night at yes the client's house yes so that's amazing yes we stay all night so that again mom can completely sleep rest assured that their baby is well taken care of and i only pick the primo nurses to work for me too and that's awesome so you can just trust you can just go to sleep and you can trust your babies in good hands and literally sleep which is the only thing any new mama 
and dad, but especially moms. That's the only thing you want. Yes. <laughs> it's better than anything in the whole world. Mm-hmm. I, I had one dad one time tell me that it was worth, like, if he would have needed to, he didn't, but he would have taken out a second mortgage <laughs> to continue our services. I do not doubt that. <laughs> Truly. Well, Paula, thank you for coming on. Is this your first podcast? It is. How do you feel about it? It's a little nerve-wracking, but... Do you, do you feel like it went okay? It was fun. Is there anything that I said wrong? Well, probably. I, pro- I probably could have said things wrong, too, but... <laughs> You know, we're not in the perfect world. So, you know, if you have questions, they can they can email me. Okay, what's your email? So reach out on Instagram, which is Nashville Baby Boss. Mm-hmm. Or what's your email? NashvilleBabyBoss at gmail.com. Okay. Y'all, Keeping it simple. Y'all hit up Paula. Facebook page, same thing. Okay, hit up Paula. And make sure you tell them that you heard about it on this podcast because you love right. your mom chats. Okay, love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And I know this is such an informative one for you guys. Thank you for joining me and giving your expertise to all my listeners. I know we are very thankful for you, Paula. Thank you. Okay, bye. of popping the question diamonds direct has an offer you can't miss this month only buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at two thousand dollars imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once no one provides education selection and value like diamonds direct your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at diamonds direct won't last long details at diamondsdirect.com Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.